You're listening to Thinkers What Works podcast. I'm your host, Jason Todd, with my co-host, Alex Gary. And today, Jim Batista and Charlie Schwangler of Lino's. Lino's is ranked number one in the Rockford Restaurant listings for TripAdvisor and has won a slew of awards. And now Rockford Restaurant is taking steps to rebrand itself. It's freshening its look, its menu, its interior, and why? Well, they're maintaining tradition while staying fresh, and they're navigating generational change. We're here today with Jim and Charlie of Lino's. Lino's is the number one ranked restaurant on TripAdvisor in the Rockford area. What a fantastic uh, award to win. Gentlemen, welcome to the Thinker What Works podcast. How are you guys today? Good. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Yes, doing well. So tell us about Lino's. You guys have been here a long time in the Rockford area. I've eaten there uh, quite often and just recently ordered, uh, I think, a pizza and a salad. Uh, maybe even a lasagna, I think, for my daughter. Well, uh, we've we've been in the Rockford area since 1972. Um, my father, Mike Batista, opened the restaurant then. He at the time he was uh, he was working for Sunbeam Corporation in in uh, Chicago, and they were going to transfer him, and he uh, didn't want to move. He wanted to stay in the Midwest, uh, and so he and and my uncles uh, got together at the Capri Restaurant in. Uh, downtown here on state street and shortly after opened the villa capri and uh, a few years after that my dad branched out onto his own and uh at lino's so charlie tell us uh how did you get involved with the lino's business well, i always like to make the joke uh that i got the offer i couldn't refuse i uh i uh, fell in love with um jim's uh, niece uh, which is celeste and um i at the time i was working um and we dated uh, for quite a while, and I was working at the TV station and then got pulled into the Rockford Area Convention and Visitors Bureau. Um, and I think that, uh, uh, you know, her dad uh, thought that I could be of help uh, at the restaurant and kind of uh, gave me uh, an offer to come in and to uh, to help them move to the next generation. And um, I was up and w- willing to uh, take on the, the challenge and thought it would be really kind of special and unique, especially since... I had such a passion uh, for Rockford and knew uh, how important Lino's was to the community itself. So this is a real family affair then. The, I mean, we've got uh, fathers and sons and nieces. Nieces, and... nephews, uncles. Wow. How how many family members work at Lino's? Uh, it's about six, but then there are also longtime employees that are uh, uh, officially adopted. Officially adopted. Officially wow. adopted. <laughs> what's it take to uh, What's it take to become officially adopted? How many years are we talking? Uh, sometimes it hap- happens pretty quickly. Uh, I I would say in the first couple of years we know whether or not your family. Uh, but really, mo- mostly everybody that's there is. I mean, we we try to be good to everybody, and it uh, it comes around. I think uh, he's being a little bit modest there, in, in the sense that. Uh, you know, something I learned when I came to the restaurant was that, uh, you know, family is, uh, you know, we are all together as one unit. So, um, uh, Celeste cousin often called us, uh, the band of pirates, you know, we all have, um, we all coming from different backgrounds and things like that, but we all come together, um, at the restaurant and are able to, uh, kind of bring this special, uh, thing that people hold so dearly as far as traditions and memories. Um, and to be a part of that is, is, uh, it's a whole nother experience, and um, and so when when uh, a new employee 
uh, comes into the environment and and gets that bug, uh, that family bug, um, you know, then then like like Jim said, you know, uh, when they're family and when when uh, they uh, they you know want want to be a part of this uh, this band of pirates. So let's talk a little bit about the the trip advisor thing because that's something like I visited my sister in Minneapolis and right away I pull up TripAdvisor and look at the five best restaurants and I'm gonna. So I was going to be there a week. We went to one each night. So being on top of that is quite an accomplishment. How, what is it about Lino's or, and how you, you know, run your business that you were able to build up that kind of um, support? I mean, there's 287 restaurants listed on TripAdvisors, and you guys are the number one ranked restaurant. What is it that you guys do that has, able, that has allowed you to build that business? Well, uh, there one thing that I constantly go back to when when training new people and and trying to give them an idea of of what is important and and uh, taking care of our customers. A um, long time ago, we we went to a um, a seminar for the hospitality industry, and one one statistic just totally hit us in the face, and it was uh, ninety nine. I don't know the exact percentage, but uh, like 99% of people who go into a restaurant will never go back. And it's not because the food wasn't good and it's not because the service wasn't good. Somehow people just weren't comfortable. And so uh, we've taken that as our, as our main goal um, to make people comfortable. And in doing that, uh, you have to realize that what that is, is such a, such a big task. And it's, it's different from person to person. So we have to develop this, uh, uh, this awareness of, you know, are, peop- are people comfortable? Are people enjoying what's happening there? And, and this, it, it's this hyper-awareness of uh, little subtleties of, of whether or not people are, you know, people are getting what they want and, and enjoying what's there. So um, I, I think that's, that's the biggest thing. It's it's uh, it's an awareness uh, that that really ha- you know you you have to be hyper aware of what it is our you know your customer wants and then try to deliver it. And sometimes they don't communicate that. One of the one of the reasons we asked you to come in is um, right now you guys are in the beginning uh, stages of relooking at your business, and that's you know, for the people listening. Linos and Thinker are, are working together on this. And I would sit there and think, every time I go to Lino's, it's very hard to get a parking spot because you're so full and there's always a waiting list. So things are going great. Why would you, what, what led you to believe you need to look at this at this time? Things are changing. Uh, pe- people are accessing information uh, so much differently than they have in the past. It's, uh, it used to be you, you could... Uh, put an ad in the paper or, or do a little radio advertising and, and your message would get out. Uh, that's not the case anymore. Uh, and I don't know, we, we've had so many, uh, so many visual uh, images out there for, to represent our, our restaurant. And we'd like to, we'd like to get something fresh and, and uniform so that uh, when people see something, they, they say that's Lino's and it's, it's uh, not one of the, 50 other images they've seen and maybe been confused by. And like you said, you know, with, with things changing, uh, a lot of these 
uh, TripAdvisor, Yelp, um, you know, can really, uh, like you said, really either positively or negatively affect, um, you know, us in, in such a direction. Um, and we're such a, a content-driven uh, society at this point with uh, every, you know, there's a camera on, on every, single's po- every, every single person's pocket. Um, and if you don't execute and succeed on every single level, um, and that goes from your, your image to the food to uh, the atmosphere, um, you know, if one of those things fail, it, it can get pro- portrayed relatively easily. And so um, we kind of decided to take a, let's, let's uh, take a full uh, scope and look at the entire business and figure out how we can, um, you know, like I said, make those tweaks and make every single detail um, begin to, to represent really uh, what we're all about, which is focusing on that customer service and having that unique experience and, and having the owners, you know, being very, and the family very hands-on on uh, every single detail that, that ends up happening there. Now, Charlie, you've been with the business for five years, right? Yeah. And, uh, and now, Jim, you've been there since you were five. Yes. Okay, uh, so um, it's, it's kind of two different questions. Technology-wise, how much has... Were, uh, how much has running Linos changed just in the five years you've been there, Charlie? Uh, when, I, when I came to Linos, we didn't have an email address, um, and uh, our website was a, a single uh, basic JPEG uh, picture, and um, it had the phone number and the address. Um, this is five years ago. You know, we uh, we I I pushed and kicked and and kind of uh, forced us into uh, you know into doing a, a few different things. <laughs> Not necessarily with my permission, asking asking for forgiveness afterwards. And uh, so, one of the things we've also been looking at is, is millennials, right? Because uh, you are one, right? Right, Jim. And have you noticed a, a difference in how millennials visit restaurants and react in restaurants versus other generations? I have, uh, you know, definitely they're they're more uh, information driven, uh, but that that whole that whole culture has permeated our whole society it's not just millennials uh it's everybody everybody you know before they do anything they google it you know um and and so it's you know <laughs> things are things have changed so is it is it the technology along with the generational change because we we went from a generational change of baby boomers which is where lino's you know, built itself, right? The baby boomer generation, maybe a little bit of the World War II generation, and then to Gen Xers. Um, was there a big switch in how you guys operated when Gen Xers started showing up? No. <laughs> I, no, I, not we, you know, I think most Gen Xers still listen to the radio the, for the most part, you know, as they're, you know, and, and uh, to a lesser extent, the, you know, the newspaper and, and those kinds of things. But, uh, but there, there was not this, this uh, hugely different delivery of information that we have now. Well, so much content, you know, it's uh, we're constantly being bombarded by, by different content, and so we're constantly wanting to learn more and educate ourselves. Um, and so, if you aren't on top of that that content bubble of consistently providing something that is keeping their attention um, and uh, keeping them interested. Uh, you know, they, they lose interest in you um, very quickly only because, uh, you know, somebody else is providing them uh, content and information that you could could also provide. But, you know, um, you know, I guess reaching them in the, in the right in the right way. And, and I think that 
that has been the biggest change between Gen X and millennials is we've grown up with computers. Um, and so we've always, you know, MySpace, Facebook, you know, we've grown up with all that. And, and uh, so we, we always are searching for something to, to not be bored on. Uh, we don't sit and fiddle with, uh, you know, uh, amps and radios. And, uh, you know, we, we search out and we are always on to another thing, you know, and, and that, that thing may always consistently be changing depending on our life cycle. Is there a balancing act, though? Because you have, I, like, I, go, I go to Lino's at least two or three times a year for celebrations. You know, it's somebody's birthday. Uh, it's somebody's anniversary. And we go to Lino's every year for that. There's a tradition to it. You order the same things, but now you have a, a generation that doesn't like to order the same thing you know, any time. Every time they want something different. So is there a balancing act of trying to hold on to those old customers and reach out to the new ones? There's, this is very much a balancing act. Uh, there, there is a certain, uh, there's something unique about Rockford and, and, there's there are certain things that don't change. Uh, I I can see uh, people people expect a, a certain thing from us. Uh, it's it's very hard for us to change our menu too much. And as a result, what we've done over the years is rather than replacing certain things on our menu, we just add to it. Uh, so we're you know I, anytime we we change any little thing we hear about it instantly and and uh so it's it's it's, it's actually a, a more of a struggle to uh to keep what we have and stay consistent and and keep those things in place in the way they were rather than um to provide something new sometimes yeah i think i think it's a comfort you know i i i see us as a comfort place uh, it's a place that like you said uh it's it's uh you know they come there and they they've had that food for such a long time it it brings um, you know food has a, a deep emotional connection with with people and to go and and have that lasagna or to have that pizza uh, instantly brings back the the memory of of their grandfather or their late wife or um, you know and and to have that connection is such a, a special thing to be a part of and so uh, like Jim said you know with uh, industries changing um, it's hard to to maintain. Um, you know, we, we work so hard to maintain the, the same quality, the same consistency, um, while kind of the industry is going on all these different trends, um, and, and still being there for, uh, that memory and that aspect that people, uh, demand of us. Was there, was there, a, I'm not saying an incident or a, a moment where you guys said, yeah, things are going well, but we really got to look down the road because one of the things like with technology. Um, some of the things we read and you look at that um, you can never get comfortable with technology because by the time you figured one out, there's a new one being tested that, that your competitors might be looking at, at using. So um, was there a conversation you know, amongst the management team where you said, you know, we really need to relook at things? I, I think that, like I was, I was trying to say before, you know, I, I, I've been pushing uh, you know, these guys pretty hard and Jimmy... Uh, being uh, the younger of the two brothers has kind of helped me, you know, kind of be my my support and saying, hey, you know, we things are changing. We we do need to uh, to to keep up and to look forward. And and we've changed a few things, and and I think have seen uh, a positive impact on those those few things. And so uh, it's kind of like started to kick the gear and say, okay, you know, maybe maybe it is time we start 
um, focusing in and, and working on, um, you know, tweaking all these, these, these little aspects because it, it is making a big difference um, uh, to how we're perceived. Because I think of, and, and I, um, you hate to bring up a company that's no longer around, but Maria's for a long time, very popular. People would make that a special trip to Maria's. Now, of course, the demographics of the area Maria's was in had changed. Uh, but it was one of those things where people would talk about Maria's and they loved it. But then you'd ask them, when's the last time you went to Maria's? And they said, well, it was like five years ago. So it, are there cautionary tales out there that you guys have looked at and said, you know, we have to stay ahead of the curve? Well, that's exactly, yeah. That's the one. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I think we realized that, you know, we could quickly fall into that. Yeah, because there is a, I think there is some allure to to staying the same, right? Because there is that level of comfort, like you talk about, and and especially in a family-owned business where everybody who works there, you know, or, or a good number of people that who work there are, are family, right? You consider them family, and then you're talking about uh, where where people also return there to to Linos because of the comfort level, because of that family atmosphere. They just they it returns those memories. You just kind of re- relax into the seat. Uh, there is that allure to just kind of stay where things are at. But then how do you move forward into something that's new but still maintains the feeling uh, that, that brings people back and that the whole business is built on? How are you, how are you addressing these challenges? What are, you, what are you feeling and what are you thinking through as you're, as you're, as you're trying to figure out how do we, how do we keep the, the core of Lino's uh, as we progress? Well, certain things always stay the same. Just, just as I said earlier, we, we have to have a um... – hyper awareness of of what's happening when our customers are are in front of us and and uh listen to listen to our customers uh and respond and give them what they want uh but beyond that you know staying fresh uh, in people's minds is is something that has has been harder and harder to do uh when when they're not right in front of us uh it's, I think it, their people's attention is easily distracted uh, more and more, and so we we have to find a way to to maintain that attention. That's also why we came to Thinker. Um, yes. We uh, we saw that uh, you guys were approaching things differently than a traditional um, let's get on the radio, let's get on the TV uh, aspect. You know, we we needed somebody that um, was looking ahead for us, and uh, while we were making our own changes and, and adaptions that you guys could help us, uh, in, in directing, you know, in directing that and helping us, uh, be perceived correctly. So that way, um, you know, we can focus on what we're good at and you guys can focus on what you're good at and we can all push us down, uh, to another 45 years. So I'm looking, uh, at, at food now in my mind and I was picturing a pizza and now we talked, I think, at one point in time, what your like, what the most popular item on the menu was, or what the popular most pizza was. Let's say, and it was what sixteen A, I think it was. Yeah, what's the sixteen A? So it's a pepperoni, sausage, green pepper, onion, and mushroom, uh, with our cheese. And... So I think the sixteen A, if I recall correctly, uh, probably was the pizza that was purchased every Saturday or Sunday night, rather, at my house when I was probably eight years old. Probably that's probably the earliest I remember. And in like clockwork, we would have pizza Sunday nights. Uh, Dad and I might get in the car and then drive to Lino's and pick up our pizza and go home. And that, and that's that's the pizza I remember. And and that's kind of I think the stories that you guys are talking about. That there are people who remember, you know, thirty years ago. That's 
that's the thing. It's the food that brings them back. And it's still fresh today. It's still a delicious pizza. And, and by all accounts, number one on TripAdvisor. Uh, and I think you also talked about uh, being ranked in Chicago's best at one point in time. Tell us about that. Uh, we were uh, approached by um, a TV show called Chicago's Best. Um, and they were venturing outside of Chicago to, uh, you know, they were doing a series on Chicago's best road trips. Um, and they reached out, out to us and said, well, what do you want to do? Do you want to do lasagna or do you want to do pizza? Um, and we kind of had a, an inner, inner battle and decided on pizza. And, and they came out and uh, did a, a nice short segment on us, um, on, on uh, you know, the quality of our pizza and got to meet Uncle Dom and uh, got to see uh, our operations and see Dwayne and, you know, uh, um, you know, it was a really kind of a unique and, and pleasant experience. Well, one of the things, when we were doing the research, uh, the millennial generation considers themselves foodies. So you see this on a lot of um, menus, uh, the restaurants saying, we only use this, we only use that, this is a specific kind of thing. And I think in one of the meetings that you guys were at, uh, the comment was made, you know, we've been doing that for 40 years. Right? Does it feel that's, like does it feel like the industry is is finally coming to catch you know to you guys? Well, that's that's what my father in law has always said. You know, uh, he always makes fun of me. You know, he, he says that I'm the hipster kid and and uh, and says you know oh you sustain sustainably organic guys. You know, I was sustainably organic before sustainably organic was a thing. Um, and uh, you know, I guess that's the uh, the old guy you know saying I, I trudged in the snow uh, up the hill both ways you know kind of thing but it, it's uh, very much true in the sense that yeah, i guess the industry kind of is coming back to to us and, and what we what they have been able to uh to to remain constant for the past 40 45 years but uh, uh it's hard to uh um you, you know it, it, as uh, jason said before you know it's a uh, and Mad Men, you know, everybody else is saying it, so it's uh, it's hard to say it for ourselves. And so, uh, um, but I mean, we've been we've been doing it for forever. So, so you've been around this area for fifty years, nearly fifty. We're, we've yeah. been around the area for nearly fifty years. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what's the plan here? Where where do we see Lino's going in the next five to ten years? Don't give us any trade secrets or any uh, any super secret plans. But uh, where where are we going in the next five to ten years? Do you think? Don't know where we're going exactly. All, all that we, all that we know is we've been a part of this community for all those years, and we'd like to stay a part of this community. We'd we'd like to, uh, you know, we're fortunate to to be in the in the place that we're at, uh, and we'd like to continue to earn uh, people's loyalty, uh, and and that's just that's just it. We're we're you're only as good as your last performance. And so we need to keep doing it. And, uh, just, just doing that, uh, is a big task. So, you know, we're, we're hoping that we can maintain what we have and, uh, and just continue to make people happy. Well, thanks guys. Everybody I talk with loves Lino's. I love Lino's. And again, I still remember my, my pizza from 30 years ago, uh, which I just had again the other night. So thanks, guys, for being on our podcast. Is there anything you'd like to, to leave us with? Um, I think definitely we, we need to say thank you to the community that's supported us for all these years and, uh, um, you know, it has, has supported my family and all of our extended families that uh, become part of uh, what, what we have here at Linos.
Yeah, that's a uh, you know, it's it's a really special thing to be a part of uh, so many people's traditions and memories, and uh, we can't can't thank you enough for making us a part of uh, a part of that that those memories. So, thanks, guys.